Today is Friday, October 21st. The title for our devotional is The Family of God. You're feeling exceptionally corny today. You can go ahead and put on that We Are Family song and rock out like it's a wedding in 1999. Sounds awful. Yesterday, we looked at Jesus' startling words in Matthew 12 regarding his family. Let's read them again so that they're fresh in our minds. Matthew 12, 46-50 While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside, wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside, wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, Who is my mother, and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Remember from yesterday, Jesus isn't here diminishing his family relationships and duties, but elevating his relationships and duties with his disciples and those who do the will of God. We should view those who participate with us in doing the will of God, that is, the church, as brothers and sisters in Christ. The New Testament authors often refer to fellow disciples of Jesus as brothers and sisters, therefore codifying our familial framework within the church. As I said yesterday, our allegiance to Jesus must supersede all other allegiances and duties. Now, we love Jesus often by loving our families. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says in Matthew 5, 23-24, So if you are offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. So before our offer, we offer our gifts in worship to God, Jesus teaches that we are to be reconciled to our brothers and sisters. Now, he's referring to those within the community of faith, but especially our brothers and sisters who are also followers of Jesus. Uh, we, we, we need to read all of the one another's within the New Testament, uh, also within the context of our closest one another's within our family, our actual brothers and sisters, or our spouse, or our children, or our parents as they are believers in Christ as well. In 1 Timothy 5.8, Paul teaches that those who don't provide for their families are worse than unbelievers. So this is our sacred duty to love and to care for our families as well. Yet our allegiance to the kingdom of God must supersede our allegiance to our families. For many of us in this era of the evangelical church, we have so elevated the family that we neglect our responsibilities to our church family. This is likely in response to the numerous stories of church leaders neglecting the needs of their biological family in service to the church. This latter uh, form was much more common when I was a kid. There are many stories of church leaders neglecting their family for the church. This is just as sinful. The balance here is difficult to strike, and I don't have any simple answers for you. I do, however, have a few general thoughts. One, the heart is at the heart of it. It's really bad. Sorry. And <laughs> John, you wrote that on a word processor, you say. You could have just erased it and started over. Yeah, I thought it was funny, so I left it. So, we must first reflect on our heart. Do we view others in the church with a similar love and affection that we have for our biological families? Do we view ourselves as belonging to our church family just as we view ourselves as belonging to our biological families? Do we take our responsibilities to our church family as seriously as we take our responsibilities to our biological families? For all those questions, you can go ahead and switch the order of church family and biological family to diagnose if you have been abdicating your responsibilities to your biological family and only giving yourself to your church family. Secondly, some of the some more practical questions to help diagnose our heart. One, 
Do I feel as if I can abdicate my responsibilities with little to no personal cost or cost to the church? Am I avoiding responsibilities towards my church family so that I can be free to pursue other things for my own family? Third, will I be missed if I stop showing up to church? Fourth, do my family choices reveal that we belong not only to one another, but to the church family as well? Do my kids know that we think of the church as an integral part of our lives? As before, you can just switch the order of church family and biological, biological family to diagnose if the opposite is true. For reflection time today, I invite you to just go through the questions that I asked. If you went through them on the podcast here without, without really pausing it or reflecting on them, go through it again and pause after each question and spend a moment thinking about it. Or you can obviously go over to the devotional page where you can read it and spend some time reflecting on each of those questions.